Welcome to the Hamble High School Podcast with your hosts, Gil Christian Boyle and George Bikazi. Today we have our guest, Will Harl. Thanks for having me. Let's have a show. All right, so today we will be talking about Asian Americans Against Affirmative Action, Black Panther in Black America, and just uh, a Russian troll farm. So let's get started. Well, Gil, you want to start it off, Start us off? Um, and so we'll start off talking about the Asian American against affirmative action. And so if you don't know what affirmative action is, affirmative action is basically um, a group of people being favored, not necessarily being favored, but being um, having some leniency towards a group of people. And, and so in most cases, it's a minority. Usually. Yeah. And so the, the, the place where we hear affirmative action the most it's when it comes to colleges, uh, when it comes to applying to colleges, acceptance rates and all that stuff. So a lot of high schoolers should know what, are, what um, affirmative action is and how it affects them. What's, what's interesting about this is that, that minorities and females have increased um, in universities while Asian Americans aren't increasing as much. And so like, the big argument is that um, affirmative action en- ends up hurting um, Asian Americans. And so the Asian American Coalition for Education is arguing that this should be taken away because it's significantly hurting them. And um, we've seen so many examples where um, Asian Americans who have you know, amazing grades, extracurricular activities, yet they're not getting into the schools that they want to, all the Ivy Leagues that they want to. And so it's, it's not fair. I mean, it's not fair, but for some minority groups for, such as African Americans or people in the LGBT community, they're benefiting from this. Yeah, so I was about to say, like, it hurts someone, but it, it helps someone else, you know. It's, this is all done for balance, you know. Yeah, you know, Michael. It's all done to balance Michael out. Wang, a guy with a 4.7 GPA, didn't get into um, any Ivy Leagues besides U- UPenn. Yeah, so just Michael Wang was a remarkable student, you know, took, I think it was 13 AP classes, 13 AP courses. 13 AP classes, um, yeah, and sang at uh, President Obama's inauguration. So, yeah, obviously a very impressive, uh, very impressive, you know, resume. Mm-hmm. And, and so, application. yeah, th- and he didn't what? get into uh, any Ivy Leagues so except, for, except yeah. for UPenn. These are dream grades, and anyone, I would love to have, you know, 4.7, not, we don't even use that scale, but these are perfect grades almost. And so to have someone like that not get into school, I think that might be an example of where affirmative it might be action too far. It might be too far. Yeah, but definitely. in most cases, the reason why from a lot of people want affirmative action, and it, it, was, it was introduced by, um, by President Kennedy, and this was a way to kind of, he, he saw that African Americans and, and any, any, any minority were having had the time to get into the schools. And even right now at, at Harvard University, only, uh, only 11.2% of Harvard, of Harvard students happen to be African American. So you can still see, even with affirmative action, it's, not still, it's still not balanced. I mean, I think one reason that there are less students is the um, larger white population in the areas that that are applying to these schools, but... Um, or simply just more white people in America. Yeah, yeah, that's, what, yeah that's the point. Uh, that's what I mean. But uh, I think that generally um, this is one reason, but Michael Wang probably didn't wasn't as well-rounded as other students might be. because he. Didn't. Well, we can't make that assumption. Yeah, we can't make that well, assumption. Well, in, in his resume, it says that he, um, he sang at President Obama's inauguration, but that, that was the only thing that popped up besides his 4.7 GPA. Well, I mean, singing at President right, Obama's inauguration. Yeah, we have to credit him, right? And yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. W- wouldn't you think I mean, that's enough? And I'm, I'm sure he has other things. We, ha- we didn't take a look at his specific resume, but, like, I mean, someone, like, I think that's, like, that's way too far. No, it, it's, no it's, his, resume it's, is, his resume is great, but, like, yeah, again... Yeah, it's a very strong... Uh, maybe it isn't well-rounded enough, but definitely this affirmative action is hindering um, Asian Americans' success in... In the future, and yeah, th- that's a fair point to make. But also keep in mind the African Americans, the, the African Americans are the ones 
this this was meant to um to to kind of help out and a lot of people would say especially the um the Asian American coalition would say we cannot remedy the past discrimination with a new age of discrimination so even though right the reason why this is in place is because um African Americans were discriminated when applying to certain schools but now their um, affirmative action is indirectly well they're almost directly discriminating against Asian Americans and even some white people really well, so, but unfortunately like even with affirmative action, we're still seeing remarkably low numbers exactly. of African-American so, yeah, students, exactly. so, and, so and like, it's still if, not doing the job. If anyone's asking to get rid of it or if anyone has a problem with it, I think that's ridiculous. Just because um, I mean, most of America is white doesn't mean that most of the schools need to be white. And the right, we want diversity, racial diversity or intellectual diversity is good because it helps people, you know, not just see one perspective. They get to understand yeah, and more you learn than one a lot perspective. From other and so as well. just the, we should not be sitting there and saying, okay, America is mostly white, so it's fine if the schools are mostly white. That's not good because then the schools will be mostly white. And they, I don't think they, anyone's really saying that schools should be mostly white. No, no one's yeah. saying that, but I mean, we'll brought up the point that so no, America so you're is saying mostly that, white, that's so we, we should, should expect have, the yeah. schools to be mostly white. I don't think that's a ridiculous yeah. point. There. Yeah, no, so you're saying like that's why we should have affirmative action. That's why we action. should have yeah. affirmative action. In order for you to have um, intellectual diversity, you need to have diversity in general. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. without affirmative action, I, that number, 11.2, would be way lower than that. Well, we yeah. have seen great progress in recent years, and I mean, we are talking about Asian Americans, um, and I mean, I think uh, as like some statistics come, that African Americans are actually um, have been increasing in Ivy Leagues, and this is great to see. But again, um, there should be more Asian Americans. But I, I think I believe that it, there's a higher chance if you're uh, of a, uh, another diversity to get into some of these schools because they have less of these applicants. Yeah, so I agree with what Will is saying. Like, it's really tough. You know, I think that in some cases, in Michael Wang's case, ex- exactly. You know, it's just it's way too harsh. Honestly, I and think I think you could always point out an outlier. I think Michael Wang could be an outlier. Yeah, Someone Michael who, Wang could be an outlier. But also, so. I think Will did bring up a point that I might not like, but it's a fair point that maybe his resume was not as well-rounded as the schools wanted. Yeah, you never perhaps. know. Obviously, there must be something that... I mean, the guy had a 4.7. I, based on his grades and his scores, it seemed perfect. But if the schools were looking for more than just grades and scores, then obviously that makes sense. And this kind of ties into... You know, being in high school, there's so much pressure on, oh, what looks good for college? Or should should I mm-hmm. be doing this? Should I take this? Should I do this club? Should I do this sport? And it's all because of college. So yeah, there but could be something missing. Should we missing. be doing that? Should yeah. we be doing basically everything in the in the in the in four years in high school? Should we be focusing all that on being well rounded and making it to college, or well, should we just? I, I think I, I believe that one can easily cram in a bunch of information in their head and really get that A on the test. I don't think everyone could do that. I, mean, I, I think, think, I think most, can, most people can. Mm-hmm. But, and, the, the, but the challenge is balancing that and doing a bunch of other things with but, that I mean, o- outside of school. A real su- successful person, in my opinion, can do that while having a, a different extracurricular at- activities and being good at different things. I think that Michael um, might have had some of these problems, but I'm, I can't assume. Yeah, exactly. We can, and so I think in, if if I can give you a piece of advice, and this is you know for everyone really, don't do stuff because you're trying to make it look good for college, because you're gonna end up doing stuff that you don't want to do because everyone tells you, oh, you should do it because you should do it. You should just do stuff because you want to do it, and it, it it's really hard, especially right now. I mean, we're sophomores in high school, and almost everyone you talk to, they're telling you, oh, you should take that AP class. It looks really good for college, or you should take all honors, or you should you know you should you should always do something more, but should be doing that most of the time people are doing that without being happy I, I, I know a handful of kids who are taking you know the hardest courses 
but besides and taking it's a real the hardest struggle. courses, yeah, it's right, it's a real struggle. So time consuming, leaves no other room to do anything else. And in this case, Michael Wang, I read online, he took thirteen APs. Exactly, and so by taking thirteen APs, right, you're taking thirteen APs. Very impressive. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed by that. I don't think I'd even take one if I tried, but that. That only proves that you can take 13 APs. Well, with this affirmative... And the thing with college is they want to see more than being able to take 13 APs because I think a very small percentage of life is about taking 13 APs. Yeah. Well, more so it. it's a question of balancing yourself, being mm-hmm. more well-rounded. Time finding, management. Yeah, you have time to think management about that, as well. right? And also, you could discuss, you could say that, you know, time management here, like what, like, how would he have time to do any, any other things with 13 APs, you know, in Ooh. his schedule? But then... I think you should just say, like, 13 APs is just not what you should be doing. I mean, with this affirmative act much. that um, President Kennedy, great president, had, um, he really tried to make it so these different minorities could have the same chance as um, white people did at the time. And I think that this is, there's great steps being um, that had, had been uh, passed in recent years. And I think that, I mean, if you're an Asian American, you still have, you're still, try, um, the, the president of the United States back then Gave you tried to give you the same chance that all um, minorities had, and I mean I think that for Asian. Well, Americans, I mean that's not the case right now, though. I think no. I, th- I mean yeah. I think that President Trump probably is, is definitely not looking at these public um, schools and saying, "Oh, this is a big problem." But I think that with many um, people in offices in uh, in these Ivy League schools, I think that they'll give you the same chance if you have the same credentials other people do. Well, I don't think. Well, that's exactly this, what I affirmative mean, action is. Yeah, it's well, that's, not the that's, same exact chance for everyone. I mean, no, I th- I think that you you shouldn't. Like you should blame your, uh, I shouldn't. You shouldn't blame on what's happening based, basically on these universities. You should blame it on what you've done, because you shouldn't. Well, be no, I don't think that should be the this. case. No, I think. I mean, you if you have a four point seven and and you don't get to an Ivy League school, I don't think you should blame yourself for that. That's, that's. I mean, yeah, that's you, not, you that's can not only do so much. Message, I, I, think. I mean, I think the highest scale is a five. So if it was a four point seven out of a five. Then still, that's really well, good. Or if it was a five, if it was a four point seven, which you can't actually get out of a four. So these different scales, but getting a four point seven point blank, that is very impressive. Yeah. And you should not be beating up yourself for not getting into an Ivy well, League. Obviously, these, there's a step in the process that's flawed. That for you not, that's I mean, why you're not getting into the school. Yeah, of course, Michael Wang's an extreme exception in my opinion. But I think that most Asian Americans will be able to get into uh, into these schools if they have a similar um, GPA and ASCT score. Well, we don't know. We don't know that. I mean, I, I've known many Asian Americans that have gone to Ivy Leagues with with scores that are lower than that. But I, I don't think you, so. the the problem is that that's such a small sample. Like, how many Asian Americans do you know? I, I, it can't be that many. I mean, if you look at the, it can whole, be enough to be like a significant. Enough, if you right? look at the, if you look at the amount of Asian Americans that make up this um, Harvard's freshman class, it's twenty three point five percent. That's a good amount of. Uh, well, that's people. still small. Look at it's, the. I mean, yeah. I mean, black students are only eleven point two percent. We have to definitely increase the amount. of of um, uh, for black students, but in general, I think that Michael Wang might be an extreme exception. Yeah, that that is I I do I think was, there's a, there's obviously there's there's a problem in, in the process and it's an exception. But um, taking away affirmative action would harm everyone. And at of some course, point, yeah. after it's taken away, I think it would actually start to harm Asian Americans because mm-hmm. uh, right it, it it flips up when um when it was first introduced. I bet it was it was I mean it was it was it was positive for the Asian Americans, but that has changed. So taking it away, there's gonna be at some point uh, there's gonna be a point in time where it does start affecting them. But as for African Americans and other minority groups, it's working and it should it should be there because especially right now with uh, with the administration that we have, people not being nice at all when it comes to anyone else who happens to not be white. So I think affirmative action is really a way to 
I guess, force diversify things to make the country more diverse, to make schools more diverse. Yeah, well, academia in general has a lot of bias in it, especially if you're a teacher, there's a lot of competition. And, and generally, I think that uh, that they sh- these teachers should work on giving the same ta- chance to all students. And I think, yeah, that's that's what the goal is, you know, with affirmative action. Yeah, and it's to not just use, it's to give the chance by assessing each student w- who have, like, you know, if, if you happen to be able to get A pluses, but not so good at sports, and you have someone who's really good at sports and doesn't, you know, necessarily get A pluses, then those that could be the factor. Th- that that could be the factor. And so r- rather than having the person who's getting A pluses, you know, get a, you know an advantage, they really try and balance it out and say, okay, you might not be able to use this part of your brain, but using using the other part, so that makes up for that. So it's just about once again being well rounded, being well rounded, and, and balancing it. And I, and I like it. I don't know why anyone would be going against this. I do understand why they do where they um Asian. Education Coalition is doing this, but um, I, I think it's ridiculous that they're asking for that. It's too much. Yeah, I mean, to, to conclude that blacks and Asian Americans are being underrepresented, but I think that there's some factors that uh, also play into this, and it's not totally based on on certain policies that we've mentioned. Yeah, well, yeah, that, 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 that's a fair point. They, I mean, it, it, it's about where they're being brought up. It's about the societal expectation. There's so much that goes into it why we have... Um, these two races that are being underrepresented, and they're such a you know critical part of the American society, American culture. But um, obviously, that's something to work to work on. Um, our next topic is um, being a, a Black Panther in Black America. So, if you don't know about this, um, the Disney Marvel superhero movie uh, Black Panther has almost an entirely black cast, black cast, and um, Afrocentric storyline. So, this it's I mean, it was out in theaters last night. It was out in theaters last night. So. Black Panther. If you don't know, if, first of all, if you don't know about it, um, you should check it out. Great movie. I haven't, superhero I haven't gotten around. Type movie. Yeah, superhero. I'm not into superhero type movies, but um, I think I would still watch. I would it. still watch really it cool. um, because um, white a cast that's almost 100 percent black. That's, it's completely different. Yeah, that's yeah. really yeah. different. Yeah, mostly Huge change. mostly black. What's impressive is it's already uh, uh, number four pre-seller of all time. I mean, behind only three, um, three Star Wars movies. So it's Star Wars one. It's it's all Star Wars, and then one to three, and then number four is Black Panther. So this is and that's pretty impressive really because Star Wars community. is yeah. Star Wars was really huge, mm-hmm. and so to have this, you know, something fresh and new, coming in and being so big as well, I think that's really cool. Well, it, dis- so. it, it disproves the notion that like people in Black culture can't do um, extremely great things. I mean, this is one of the most um, iconic movies of all time so far. Yeah, it, it's it's really getting up there, and I mean, Hollywood has not been. I would, I would describe Hollywood as not being too friendly to African Americans. Exactly, with white, not just African Americans with almost any minority with whitewashing with the Oscars being extremely white the, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll the, covered the, all these topics yeah, right just there was the, you, the Oscars so white movement it was a hashtag Oscars mm-hmm. so white I so. mean you look at all the actors that are um, that are famous now I think there's so many uh, charismatic black people in Hollywood I, I, I would have to disagree with the fact that there aren't as many um, iconic Actors such as Will Smith, there's so many different ones. What, but what it's a, not enough if you compare it to the amount of white actors. It's and such actresses. a tiny. I mean, you, you yeah. see the Black Panther now with so many great black actors. But that's think, one movie. I mean, and it's grows so much, so much. I think that there's a lot of black actors in this profession that are truly great. The only thing I'd like to see is a a black man or woman host the Oscars eventually. But actually, I haven't. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I've, I don't watch the Oscars. I don't watch award shows yeah. that much. But this is just kind of like a. I guess Hollywood smacking itself, really saying that okay, it's time to change that, and it's great to see the black community kind of get out there. Even um, what was interesting um, the Black in Belmont um movement at Belmont High, they offered tickets to um people who were willing to watch free tickets to um 
to people who wanted to watch Black Panther, and that's that's great that they're they're using um, something like something like a movie to kind of get people into um, what they're preaching, and that's what you want as a black man. Really, that's that's exactly yeah. what you want. And there were like uh, predominantly black schools, you know, all over the nation. I saw some of them, you know, trying to raise money, do fundraisers, so they could play the movie for all the kids at their school. I thought that that was really cool as well. Yeah, that's that really because, I mean, all, we want... Usually, you know, kids growing up, whether in high school, in middle school, you, you look up to Hollywood, you look up to actors and actresses, and seeing someone that looks like you, who's, who's the same, you know, skin tone, skin complexion, it's just, you know, it, it, it boosts your morale, and that's, it, that's what we need more things to happen. And even in sports, right? If you see someone that looks like you, oh, man, maybe I can do that. Maybe I could make sure the NFL or the NHL, and, and it's great. So, actually, that's why, that's how, you know, Black Panther was made, you know. It was made by um, two guys. I think it was, I think they were from New York or something. Anyways, they, there weren't, or there was, like, a very small amount of, like, you know, black superheroes at the time. And mm-hmm. that was why they did it. They did it for, so African Americans could identify with, like, a superhero, right? Yeah. So, yeah. it was just, like, yeah, that's very kind of true. that change, um, you know? I'm, gl- I'm glad that um, the actor who took this role is, is taking it, it's... I'm definitely going to go um, see this movie, but uh, like the Beauty and the Beast, um, there was controversy over a, a gay sidekick. I, I saw the movie with my family. It did trouble my parents a bit, but um, it was a great movie in general. So yeah, um, I was about to bring that up. You know, I, we've already started to see, you know, some sort kind of you could call it hate. You know, obviously because trolls have tried to use like you know Facebook groups and communi- social media communities to try to like you know start a campaign to like bring it down on uh, i mean on what do you expect what to do bring you expect? the ratings down Th- this, this and it's so happens. unfortunate that that has to happen it's like mm-hmm. crazy and so will mentioned the um alabama so uh, beauty and the beast with the gay sidekick uh there was an alabama theater that banned that movie from playing there so do you guys think we'd see anything like that i mean this is not Black Panther? N- this is not new at, for alabama showing um some discrimination against against uh, gay people, but uh, I mean, in general, it's it sucks that this happened. Uh, it, it was definitely a, a cool movie to watch. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I, obviously, I understand why people are hating. Anytime a black man or anyone who happens to be black, well, you know, rise goes above. big, or yeah. rise above expectation. It's like, oh wow, how did they do that? And I think it, it well, it, it's it's just it's, it's discrimination, right? Yeah, when, and it's an it's an unfortunate reaction. Color rises up yeah. above, you know, if it's even if it's a sports person, they're like, oh wait. Are you sure he did that? You know, there's there's always some sort of doubt, and yeah. and I think Black Panther is, is is really shutting down everyone. And even before Black Panther, right now it overtook uh, the movie Straight Outta Compton, which was um the top grossing film with the black director and majority black cast. So we did we do have black um Straight Outta Compton came out I think two a year or two ago a year or two ago. Yeah. So now Black Panther has um has over has went has gone past that. So. That was also an impressive milestone because that, that was a huge movie, right? Well, yeah, most, most of the grossing movies that uh, African Americans were in were cartoon based, like The Lion King. the The black um, actors weren't actually in the movie. And what's truly interesting about this is, like, is now if if you're an African American, you can identify with a superhero. Yeah, exactly. That's why that's kind of, that roots back to you know the creation of the Black Panther uh, comic book series. You know, that's kind of where it rooted back to, like identifying with someone. And movie companies, um, they're taking like, you know, different steps, you know, to make movies that are more like you. So like, as you said, people that anyone could identify with and relate to. So yeah, I, for forward. someone who's not interested in, um, I'm, not, I'm not really a fan of superhero movies. I just think they're a little too unrealistic. 
this is a movie that I'm actually going to watch. I don't think I've actually watched any superhero movies at all. Uh, this is a movie that I'm actually going to watch because it's not just about a superhero. It's not just about the storyline. It's about having people that look like me, having people who are not white, people who yeah. happen to be, you know, who have a dark skin complexion, you know, making it in Hollywood. And that's something we haven't seen a lot. Yeah. I can probably I mean, name a handful of black actors and actresses and probably name, you know, a whole... Ten handfuls yeah, of like, white actors. White actors and actresses who, you know, they seem to be... I, I would actually say they're not that great, but they're on the spotlight for well, some reason. We, we've, yeah. seen that, we've seen in the um, X-Men movies that there were a lot of um, African-American actors. Uh, I, I did like some of them. And, I mean, I think there's a lot of um, talent in, in, uh, in these t- uh, actors in African-American communities, but um, generally this movie's going to be a, a great um, movie to watch, and it'll have to do with more uh, street crime, more crime that's more realistic, in my opinion. Well... You think the movie will be uh, I mean, more based crime? on based on the um, pre summary that I. Uh, well, no, uh, it's yeah. more of a it's it it is definitely like a superhero thing. It's like it talks about yeah. uh like a I think like a part of Africa that's not real, right? Like I think it's called I, I have Wakanda. Not, I've not looked into it. And it has to do with like you know aliens and stuff, and it's like people trying to take the resources out of that country because they have um, a certain like resource that came from aliens that is very expensive and rare. So it's not really exactly like like normal like everyday crime I'd call it but like mm-hmm. still you know it's like but still to see yeah. to see this yeah. um, move on but that's that's amazing it's yeah. Black Panther really I, I recommend check it out if you you know well, if you want break on April break on February break so if you have time it shouldn't take too long I think around, probably set two hours and a half yeah we, we should check it out yeah really anyone should check it out it's, it's gonna be a great movie just to see African Americans make it and to be able to dominate Hollywood, just for, for a moment of time. I think that's great. Um, I'm going to move on to a last topic. So the U.S. indicts Russian troll farm in the in the U.S. election interference. So, so um, I'm sorry for cutting off. Yeah, I'm going to no start worries. off. Um, so first of all, one thing that you need to know what a troll is. And um, so a troll is a term used to describe someone who's basically looking for a reaction. If someone is doing something to get a reaction, calling you names or referring to you as such and such, in order to get a reaction, kind of like a coward yeah, on the internet. Yeah, like so a if, you, on the internet. if you if you play video games or if you go to forums or anything, and someone is just digging at you, like back to back, they're first of all, it's either most of the time it's bullying because they're doing it repetitively. But what they're doing, they're being a troll. They're doing it repetitively to get a reaction out of you, and it's just they don't have a better use of their time. So what what this is um referring to um the justice system special counsel um has indicted a Russian troll farm um compromise um, com- um comprising of thirteen individuals for criminal interference of the twenty sixteen election. So, so finally bas- we've been able to like sorry well we've been no. able to put like a finger you know kind of on the group of people because mm-hmm. it's always been pretty open ended like oh we think the Russians had to do something with the election then it got a bit more specific right. Um, the Russians, oh, like, we're pretty, like, we're almost sure it, now it yeah, was the Russians. Yeah, it was, we're pretty sure it was the Russians. And, and then now there was that pinpoint we know, yeah. on that specific exactly. troll farm. Well, we know, we know who the, all the individuals were, and they were Russian themselves. But what's interesting is these people are able to manipulate the United States with, through social media like Facebook. And it's great that these people are going to get indicted, uh, or um, you can also say, uh, in other words, uh, um, be criminalized, because this shouldn't be happening in a presidential election where the person representing your country is might not might uh, have not uh, might not have supposed to be there. Yeah, and so here's kind of uh, just to give you an insight on kind of what they what they were doing. 
So I think it was like 2015 around, um, they all came to the US and they were sort of collecting, uh, collecting data, you know, um, and all of this was using uh, social media. Mm -hmm. So they were talking to a bunch of people on social media, um, acting as if they were Americans and they were talking to Americans as well. And they were trying to influence them, change their opinions on the whole, you know, presidential campaign and stuff. And just like all, all of the data and intel that they collected, they used and sort of obviously, you know, twisted and did whatever they had to do with it uh, to sort of. Yeah. And I mean, this is yeah. good old propaganda, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, if you if an American is if a Russian, if you're online on Facebook or Instagram and you see some, someone happens to be Russian telling you, oh, you should really check out this new you, you should check out this candidate. This is why I should check him out. You're gonna be a little reluctant to um to do what he's telling you because why should a Russian be telling you that? But by by these people by these trolls impersonating Americans, yeah, it's, it's much a fellow easier. American, it's the fellow you know, American, so. and they're telling you, oh, hey man, check out my new um, go look at my post. I there's this new candidate. His name is so and so. Her name is so and so. This is what they're saying. You should you should check them out. Or if they're spreading something, then you're more you're more inclined to 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 listen to what they say. And so Facebook has admitted that um the internet research agency which which are trolls um had bought over three thousand ads on its platform, reaching as many as eleven point four million users. So think about that. They they managed to influence eleven point four million. That's crazy. Right. And three thousand ads crazy. on Facebook. That's reaching that many people. It's it's expensive. So it's obviously someone's taking care of this. Yeah. Some someone has the money to take care of this, but um, again, the what this only what this is only what we know. We they they could be fifty thousand more. These could be they could be fifty more of these agencies. Yeah, these are exactly. ones that we've discovered. So we don't know. We don't know how many people have been affected. You could have been affected. I could have been affected. If you exactly. use Facebook, Instagram, whatever you use, Twitter. The problem with it's so hard to trace these people, and the number I, of users that might have been influenced, and just like no people that might have been like whose ideas and opinions might have been influenced, mm -hmm. could be much greater. I think this is more of like the ads are just being clicked on. Uh, I don't think it's more like oh, click on this ad that I created. I think you don't know. You, I mean, no one knows who's creating these ads because they're just there. And no. once you once these people spread the messages, they're like, oh, Trump's a good guy, or Hillary did this, and basically they're they came here to um. To um, gain information on the presidential election, so they can manipulate people through these ads that were they're easily accessible for you to see if, and if you go on Facebook. Yeah, they don't necessarily yeah. have to tell you go look at my ad, but by seeing an ad online saying, "Oh, candidate so and so did so and so," it might not be true, or it it, it, it might be completely false. But people but believe your a brain lot of what they that, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. you gotta keep in mind a lot of people believe that, and even if you don't believe it, your brain still registers that, and you have some. When you see the person next time, when you look, when you see them on TV, it's in the back of your head. It's in the back of your well. head, and that affects how you vote, how 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 you look at them. And obviously, it's it's such a small thing. It's such a small way of you know changing or making something lean the way you want it. But it it's clearly it clearly it affected, had an impact, right? Yeah. And um the 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 Department of Ju the the Justice System um the Justice Department obviously had a problem with that. And so the problem, but it's great that we'll find out this. But this does not prove whether there were whether there was any attachment between our current president and the meddling. I mean, there clearly yeah, was. There clearly yeah. was because of the... Indi sorry, Jewish. Yeah, no. The individuals interacted with um, Americans associated with the Trump, Trump campaign. So it, there's no question that they, um, it were, that they were influenced by Donald Trump and his, 
his campaign managers. I'm pretty sure didn't Trump come out with this like once this came out wasn't he like uh huh like well, see, yeah like, I yeah didn't I have mean he's been coming out with memos I've, the Trump administration has come out with two memos in the last three weeks or so trying to say uh huh we're clean there's nothing to hide but. This is not, I mean, in order for Trump to, anything to happen to him, it needs to be clear, cut evidence, but this does not provide that. It could be anyone. It could be maybe the, the lowest ranked member, the lowest ranked staff of the Trump administration that was interacting with them. So that could be worthless. But what, what we, it's great that we, we have this information just to know that what you, might have saw, what, what, what you might have seen during the election might have been directed towards you to convince you to lean a certain way or think a certain way towards a certain candidate. I mean, without defending Donald Trump, um, his associates did not know, apparently, that they were being manipulated. I think that... Well, yeah, exactly. Like, they yeah. came out saying, like, oh, we, we didn't know. We didn't know any, any of this happened. Well, uh -huh. we don't know that yet. It's, you got to keep in mind, it's the Trump administration. Well, yeah, no. Whatever th they that's, say, that's just that, that's just that, I mean, That's course, just what they were saying. I mean, so. using s social media to um, your advantage is a big thing, and, and Trump uses that all the time. Using it to your advantage is a big thing, but having another um, country, oh, that's manipulation. They're not using it to their advantage. They're manipulating the American people. They're, first of all, it's, I mean, it's fraud. They're impersonating other people. Uh, they're impersonating Americans to manipulate other Americans. There's something wrong with that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've, you cannot defend okay. that in, in, in any way. And I mean, that's why they're being indicted for what, all, all, everything they did. Mm -hmm. so. But what, what's scary is that um, none of the Russians charged um, are in custody. So an yeah. indictment just means that they're charged. But what we don't will we know be is able to do anything will we about, to do anything about them? Because if they're in Russia, obviously, there's no way. We don't, have, we don't have jurisdiction there. So we can't just walk over there or fly over there and say, okay, um, we're going to put you under arrest. Especially with, so Putin so. Especially with Putin as president. Especially with Putin as president. And as we saw a four years ago, four, three years ago, um, Edward Snowden, I mean, he's, he currently um, resides in Russia. And, and he's fine. With, uh, like, right, he's, he's okay I mean, now. <laughs> he has federal charges uh, in the United States. But um, it doesn't look like there's much we can do about it. Nothing we can do about it. So, finding out this is great, but the, at the how much can we actually do with this information? I mean, this not I, too much. I think this helps us um, realize that we're we're treating uh, Russia too lightly. I mean, with these foreign relations, we got to be tighter on Russia and and start to realize that they are not looking for looking out for our country. Well, you, I never had. I never thought that Russia was looking out for a country. I think. Russia will always, we're never going to be perfect. It's never going to be a perfect relationship yeah. between they Russia and the things, U.S. They just do things for themselves. Yeah, so, I mean, they yeah, want to be the exactly. superpower. Yeah, everyone yeah. wants to be a superpower. But obviously, like, we have to get an answer to what happened in the 2016 election. Yeah. And I think it's just a, a step, a, a step closer to finding out what actually happened. But um, with the trolls, I think even putting away the election um, issue with the trolls, you really have to be careful what you're doing online. Because people are trolls. I mean, yeah. the, the, reason, the reason why they're called trolls is because they have nothing better to do with their time. They're looking to get a reaction from you. And it might start as them just, you know, looking to get fun, but it might end up in, in you know, serious bullying. It yeah. might end, and we have to talk about online bullying. So it, you have to be careful. If there's someone online bothering you over and over again, talk to someone about it. Yeah. You know, if you're a student, even if you're an adult, talk to someone about it. It's, it really matters. And you know, they might end up, it might end up being weight something that you can't handle by yourself. Yeah, and um, back to, you know, just the, the Russians and what they were doing and their trolling on the internet and everything they were doing on social media. D obviously, once again, don't believe everything you see on social don't, media. Exactly. Make sure it's like a reliable source and everything. And don't get influenced too easily by... I mean, if you get your news on social media, that shouldn't be the case. Yeah. The, you're doing something wrong. I'm not saying that you should not be going on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram to check for, you know, some news updates. Definitely, you should. 
but you should not your shouldn't your, be your, your trusted source, source right yeah. should not be you should read the newspaper you know go go online you'll find something that you can more way more reliable than um go to credit news news sites because you know posting something on Instagram there's no protocol that you have to go through you don't have to prove you don't have to cite your sources no you one's editing to, it going through exactly. it fact checking you don't have anything. to contact your um you, the the witnesses eyewitnesses but if you actually go to a legitimate um news site or or news um news company they have to do all that stuff they have to go through extensive processes to make sure that what they're putting out is actually true but in social media you could put up whatever you want. Oh well, yes, I, I see this all the time. This is a huge problem for Facebook. I mean, I think they have to reform certain things, but uh, it's interesting because Sanders and Trump, the people that probably would have hindered our economy and um, hurt us, were um, influenced by the Russians to become president. President, I truly believe this is because Putin wants to take over um, certain parts of our country. Well, um, I, I like, that's, like that's economically, a, of course. No. Uh, well, I think that that could be that could be, but I think Putin just wants to put himself as being the superpower. I don't think Putin wants any part of America at all. I, I, I trust me. I don't. I don't yeah. think he wants that. Russia's big mean, enough. Yeah, I think, I think, he wants I think the, Russia's big enough. He wants to be the dominant superpower. Yeah. I or yeah. Or he wants to show that yeah. he has influence on the rest of the world. No, but I think that's about sure. it. Um, we covered some 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 good topics today. Yeah. But um, if if again, this is very important. And this, if you're in middle school, high school. If someone is, you know, repetitively like insulting you, calling you names, you know, threatening you, then we have first of all, they're either a troll or they're bullying you. Which either or you should not stand for. You know, talk to someone, con- contact your guidance counselor. You know, there's so many people you can talk to, right? We live in such a great community. There's so many people you talk to. Talk to someone. Don't let it happen. And if you're getting your news from social media, you should strive <laughs> to change that. Yeah, social work on changing. Is, that. Yeah, exactly. Because no, they don't have to prove anything. They put up yeah. whatever they want to put up. And um, affirmative action, as of now, I stand as it, it should be kept. And yeah. I think it should actually be favoring people just a little more. I mean, I, th- I don't think 11% of, an African, of African-Americans being at Harvard is enough. It should be more. I mean, Gil, that's a, that's a great message to end on. Yeah, yeah I think. Yeah, and Black, the Black Panther movie, check it out. You, you yeah. Don't miss it out. This is, if I'm not a big fan of movies, I don't watch a lot of movies, but this was, it's on my, it's on number. Priority. On my list. On my list on my is my list. list. And it yeah, should be on yours, list. too, yeah. And, um, thank you for joining us. And um, I think that will be it for today, George. Any yeah, that's it. Um, I think we can wrap things up. Right. Thank, thank you for um, joining us. Nobody's been...